Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 8, Episode 8, nearly forgot what I was saying there. I'm Jack. I'm ASD. And I'm Giles. Giles, so let's let's start with you because we're going to do an episode on uh, AVB today because we haven't got any games or anything to recap, but let's do the usual start with you. So what was your first ever Spurs game that you've been to? It was 1991, it Whoa. was away at Stamford Bridge, showing my age. Yeah. What a first game, <laughs> Chelsea away. And we lost 2-0. Ah, you can't have it all, can you? Yeah. What do you remember about that game? I remember being depressed. How old were you? I would have been ten. Nine, nine ten game, years old. That is punchy. amazing. I was in the Chelsea end. Oh, well, yeah, that's so safer I, in a way. So I don't have the typical lineage, football club lineage. So my dad was actually a Chelsea fan. Oh, if you pushed him on it, yeah, he was more so a very proud Welsh rugby player and fan so football wasn't really his thing as in amateur player no he played for Cardiff so he played at the same time as Gareth Edwards amazing hence my one of my brothers being named after him so Ah, that's amazing that's brilliant so 2-0 loss who was playing for Spurs can you remember much about I I remember I remember most of the team sheet so we had um, we had the Viking in goal Mm -hmm. so we had Eric we had, I think, Naeem was the only non-Brit other than Eric on the pitch. Amazing. Paul Walsh, Howells, yeah, yeah. Vinny Soundways. Yeah, the, the Amazing. A few, a few blasts from the past. Yeah. No real stellar names. Was that the was that the season we won the FA Cup? Or was it after? Do you know what I mean? Was it the start it of the was next season? After start oh. of the next season. Yeah, cool. And do you remember much about the game itself? No. <laughs> if I'm honest, I remember Naeem. I found Naeem to be quite a fascinating player. Yeah. Because back then, clearly, we didn't have as many imports um, from overseas. Mm. So it was interesting at that time and at that stage of my life to see someone like Naeem. Yeah. Um, decent player. Very diminutive. Yeah. <laughs> now that's quality. Um, and your favourite player that you've seen play live for Spurs? See, this is a tough one, and I think, again, showing my age, there's so many players I'd like to list. I think Klinsman. Klinsman oh, yeah. has yeah. to be mentioned. Equally, I'd like to put a random shout-out for Jose Dominguez. <laughs> <laughs> He's never been He's an never answer been before, has he? So there we go, that's a new one. But it's tough, it's tough, to, to, it's tough to name anyone other than yeah. recent players like Musa. And Musa Dembele. Yeah, oh, big fan, big fan. Interesting. Favourite game? Or was that your favourite game? No, my favourite game would have been my first home game, which was under Aussie Ardiles when we beat Newcastle 4 2. Oh, right. That's an Aussie game. It? it was an Aussie, Aussie game. Goals, classic, yeah. classic Aussie game. Teddy got a hat trick, and he he also had the Anderton corner combination. Oh, yeah, that was classic, amazing. Which teams goal. never worked out, and you think, like, how many times yeah. have they got to do it before someone thinks, oh. actually, you'll probably pull this back to the edge? Fantastic, fantastic. And what and what were your thoughts of White Hot Lane? Because obviously that's gone now. Like, what were your what were your memories of that? The memories, I think, and if I was pushed on my favourite goal, it would have been that game. I just remember the aura of the ground just mm. being so just like nothing else I'd ever experienced. Yeah. And, and seeing Teddy put that first goal in, and White Hart Lane erupting was just insane, and it was yeah. hard to articulate. And the last season in White Hart Lane was, you know, it was flawless, really, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It's, it's depressing to look back and think mm. that that's a bygone era now, but onwards and upwards to the new stadium. Yeah. But that's a very good segue because the reason, so the reason why we chose AVB was there's a lot of people moaning at the moment, a lot of people complaining. 
a lot of people whose expectations have been raised because they don't remember some of the the weirder or lower days because that season I think was the, a peak that we'll see for a long, mm. a, a bit of time to be honest but um, a lot of people have a lot of negative feelings about the AVB era and I just mm. want to I'm not I don't have necessarily an opinion one way or another right now but I just wanted to just explore it yeah and I think I think firstly it's a good thing that people's expectations are high now like because we, you don't want to be that nearly club that you know like for me when we sit down at the start of the season and so say what's the aim this season well the aim is to win the league mm. the aim is not to finish in the top four anymore with we're an established yeah. club now it shouldn't be that so I think it's great that our expectations are as high as they are but you do need perspective sometimes on yeah. actually what is a bad couple of weeks as a football fan exactly. at the moment versus where we were but then if we never win the league does that mean we're just going to be constantly just depressed you know I think it's, there's it's, happier clubs happier fans of clubs in the lower leagues Wickham are probably quite happy at the moment yeah and I think it's expectation versus what you achieve isn't it because our expectations are the pinnacle of football like winning mm. the Premier League is probably the toughest thing to win maybe the Champions League's hard but it's fewer games but yeah. so that's what our expectation is so for us if we finished third that would be that would be an alright season yeah. fairly good like I don't think anyone would moan about that but mm. I don't think anyone would be going oh my god we've finished third that's yeah, an incredible yeah. season whereas on the flip you talk about teams in League 2 and non-league sides or West Ham or West you know? Ham <laughs> but you know but for, if you're a non-league fan I guess there is no real expectation it's just about going and enjoying the game they probably yeah, look yeah. at it more game to game yeah. if we can get promoted fantastic if not yeah, yeah. it, it yeah, doesn't really it. matter right. um, but AVB is one that always splits opinion yeah um, I'll let you start, ASD. So, what were your what are your overall thoughts about about AVB? Because you've got a pretty impressive spreadsheet. I've got yeah, we talked about the all the games. But well, can we start by giving him his full name? Off you go then. Luis Andre de Pina Cabral E Villas Boas, and it always surprised me. He was born in 1977, which is actually a lot. Like it's only ten years before me, and he was into management when he was 26. You know, mm. he, he, it's it's crazy. I was actually there's a really good article. Um, from 2002 when Jose uh, Jose just gets to Chelsea where they call him the boy with the eyes and the ears and it was AVB as a very young man he was his scout um, mm. and the AVB says he couldn't have done it without him and that's really interesting interestingly his dad was born on leap year so don't know if that means anything mm. um, what was your question? what were your overall thoughts on, on the reign of AVB the manager the man everything the about the him well we, 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 we had, were having this discussion on uh, on email, his win record was amazing, you know. Mm. And I think for us, and the reason he's not here still is that we don't expect to just win. We, it's, you know, we expect to win with style, not to for the wait for the yeah. others to dive boredom. And there were some real highs, and there was also some incredible lows, which mm. we'll come on to. Um, the other thing is, it appear, it was a period of my life where I had a bit of money. I I went to thirty three AVB games, which which is it was good God rest your soul well yeah, well, yeah and like, I was going to youth games I've actually yeah. thought about actually in that period I went to 44 games you know and that that was that's a lot of games it's a commitment it's that. a, commitment. It's a big and commitment I was going with Joe I was going with Noah I was going with all my mates and it was just a properly good time yeah. of my life so I think that's part of the reason I love it just because I was when was it it was 12, 20, 2012 so I was like mm. 26, 27 so just a great time yeah. of life um, I didn't have a kid I didn't have too many responsibilities just having a great time um, and it was mad the players we had I'll come on to that as well mm. I, I quite enjoyed it and I enjoyed the frustration you know it was ridiculous going winning 
nil against Cardiff or one nil against Newcastle. Creating one chance a game Creating as well, wasn't it? it was, yeah. yeah. But you just you learned to whenever it was good, you really enjoyed it, mm. you know. But you were probably more in the you enjoyed that rain because of maybe more around the personal experiences that you had at that Absolutely. time. Absolutely, I enjoyed going to White Hart Lane to see Tottenham, and it just so happened David B was yeah. there. You know. Mm. What about you, Giles? I think it's important to think of the context of the ABB era and I think it's difficult when you're judging success of a manager you need to be clear what the criteria of success is so based on where we have been or where we had come from I think the ABB era was good I think it was very good however based on where we have come since I don't think it was Mm. Um, I think all of us would agree we'd sooner have Potch at the reins than than ABB that said as ASD mentioned, we had some, some, some real big names. We had some great moments. We had some very high highs and some very low lows, and mm. I think that's why we all enjoy the game. Mm. I mean, the, the, the place we're coming from, let's not forget, we had Harry Redknapp, who... What, like, also splits opinions. Also Harry, splits opinions. Yeah. I was not his biggest fan, just because it was so random. There was, it didn't feel like there was a plan in place, you know. Mm. And then we had Tim Sherwood, which is my... I hated him yeah. with a passion. And then we had a young manager who was meant to have a plan, who was meant to be the one who would not just organise the team on the field, but organise the club moving forward. I think what we've got in Pochettino is what we thought we were getting with AVB, and that's what really excited me. Mm. And I think it was Mark Stover by having some unbelievable best players in the world yeah. and actually there was, there, was a, there was something there that wasn't right, you know? I yeah, it, for me it was a really strange period because I think he's a manager that he has to have a superstar in his team to do well mm. and he can set his team up. If he's got 10 average players and then one excellent player, mm. he can win games and win trophies with his style, yeah. which he sort of proved in that season where Bale was phenomenal yeah. and was the best player in Europe. Yeah. But like, no one could get anywhere near him. But then when we lost him and we didn't have that superstar, we still had the defensive football. We didn't have that player that could just a bit of magic and no, you can and, and win a game. So the stats say that he was a very very good manager for us. But for me, I, I was I found it very difficult going and watching it every week. It was very uninspiring football. His CV is next level. So he went a whole season in the um, Portuguese league, Primeira Liga, undefeated. Uh, and he only conceded 13 games and that, that was what we're talking about really it was just incredibly boring which at, at any level of football be it the Portuguese league or Sunday league to go a season unbeaten well 13 goals we yeah. towards the end of his reign we lost to Liverpool and Man City 5 and 5 5, five, five, and, five and 6 five, yeah. yeah and so that's almost as many goals mm. as he conceded in the whole year he won four trophies and he was the youngest ever manager to win a European title um, youngest manager to ever yeah 33 he also had gave us our highest points tally ever yeah. and yeah. the highest points tally of a team finishing in fourth so like, he took us to levels we'd never ever mm. ever seen before and if you were talking about our expectations are high and to win the league it may have been that AVB could have got us there by playing incredibly boring football doing Chelsea and that's not what we would have mm. wanted I'm not saying that we shouldn't have those expectations I'm just yeah. saying it was for Spurs we have to realise that we are, our approach and expectations are too two-sided. It's both success and the way we achieve success. Mm. You know, I think it's difficult too. When going back to my point about around context, did AVB deliver that highest points mm. tally, or did Gareth Bale? Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's yeah. finding the line between the two, which, yeah. which is which is tough to call retrospectively. You put yeah, and I think you put him in charge of the team that Pochettino inherited, and we wouldn't be where we are. Mm. But I think 
the fact that we had both AVB and Harry who were complete opposites mm. and they both achieved brilliant things because they had Bella Modric, Ledley King, Dawson, Walker, Defoe, Rafa, Rafa mm. Crouchy, you know. And one of the things I was thinking about is, can I do my quiz? Go on then, go on. The, the, the reason I'm bringing this quiz is, is because Walker's in. Walker, I'm going to talk about the first, his first game in charge. Against Newcastle? Against Stevenage away in a friendly. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Because the quiz coming up later is the Newcastle one, well, so I've, I expect you to smash I've that. Got, I was there. And I was one of under 3,000 people, I think, who were uh, at Stevenage. Is this a pre-season friendly? It's a pre-season. Yeah, it's okay. his very, very first game. Walker was there. And my point, before we get onto the quiz, was with Walker, is you know how on FIFA, if you put players in the right position, they link up and their, their points are yeah. so high. But if you put like Walker up front, his stats drop. Walker, I don't, I don't think I really understood how important he was for any team really the threat that he offers mm. and what he really offers I think he he adds more to a team than Trippier does it doesn't mean that he's not a, he's a better defender than Trippier I just think actually he adds a hell of a lot more and actually I was watching the some season the season review DVD of when, the last game at White Hart Lane and he offered so much down yeah, the right yeah. through strength and way more than Trippier does he's an athlete he's an athlete yeah. and he offers way more options anyway I'm going to give you the team okay there's going to be four players that are missing. You know all of them. Okay. The, it's going to be difficult because you don't really think that all of these play together at the same time. Okay. So this is pre-season away at Stevenage. It's also three players, uh, two players' debuts. They weren't on the pitch, but both Sigurdsson and Vertonghen came on for their debuts. Okay. I believe. So in goal, we've got Kudicini. Yeah. Then at the right back, you've got Walker, mm-hmm. Dawson... Kabul, mm-hmm. and then someone playing at the left. To Carl Norton. It was Carl Norton, <clears throat> very good. Then I've assumed the two of someone and Livermore. Okay. And then a right-sided attacking player, a middle attacking, yeah. central attacking player, Lennon and Kane. The fact that Lennon's on the left. And Kane. And Kane was, Kane was playing, was he? Yeah, That's madness. 2012. Okay. So I'm missing a... Another one of the two. It's not Huddleston. Is it Sanjo? No. No. Scotty Parker. Livermore. So Livermore's the other one. Scotty Parker? No. Jermaine Genus. Jermaine Genus is correct. So then there's That's two... a summary left, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why it's so weird. Yeah. I think the middle player left as well. And then we need a, we need a number ten. Yeah. So on the bench as well, we had Friedel, Smith, Gallas, Vertonghen, Basson, Huddleston, Carroll, Falke, who scored, Siggy, Townsend, Koulibaly. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that in a number ten position was Rafa. Nope. No. No. Um, was Townsend in that side? He was on the bench. Okay, he was on the bench. Did we have Dempsey? No. So the it wasn't at this game. So the player oh. in the middle. Can I have one more go? Yeah. Lewis Holtby? No. So no, because his debut was away at West Brom. It's infuriating. Uh, he. Can you give us a clue? Yeah, he. Uh, he scored against us so we bought him from the team we then sold him back to a team who was about our level at that time and we were Pienaar Pienaar strong knowledge yes and then the guy on the right the new Beckham oh Bentley Bentley Bentley. oh (laughs) my word what amount of team is that Walker, Dawson, Kabul, Norton so two what I've noticed here is Walker, Norton Bentley and Lennon we've got four right side out and out right sided players (laughs) playing all over the place Janus and Livermore athletes there yeah and then that's a poor side. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of the first teamers aren't there, 
Um, but what, so the the first team I ever saw from him was West Brom at, at home, and that was Friedel, Vertonghen, Gallas, Walker, Asuakoto, Lennon, Van der Vaart, Bale, Livermore, Sandro, Defoe. That's better. Yeah. 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 is always a tough one because you've got players in international duty and players need a break and injuries and all that, but yeah. that's fascinating. Yeah, right. Um, I put this out on social media as well, actually, and got some really interesting thoughts, more negative than positive, to yeah. be honest, about ABB. So I just want to read a few of them out. Um, so Mark Ruddy on Twitter said, no matter how many people moan about AVB and his football under him, we signed Loris Vertonghen, Dembele, Eriksson, Lamella, who are all important players now. Yes, he's signed some rubbish, but I think he's slowly, slowly got us started and where we are now, he got our first win at Old Trafford for over 20 years as well. So I think that's a, that's a really interesting point. Um, Vertonghen's on Twitter says, awful manager, but again, made some good signings, but that's about the only positive from his time as manager. Um, Sabalos on Twitter says bad manager saved by Bale <laughs> interesting summary interesting. Um, Spurs in Gifts 2 also said he was a man repeatedly rescued by Bale he was useless and an absolute failure in English football <laughs> despised by many is that from Jose Mourinho tell us how you really feel um, and Pat Bosto on Twitter said the definition of a chancer <laughs> has made absolute buckets of cash from football, but yes. constantly failing, and now is a racing driver. The yeah. first Spurs manager I've ever actively wanted out of the club, hated wow. his reign. Wow. So he really does really divide, does divide, divide That's opinions. The type of bitterness normally reserved for George Graham and mm. yeah. Tim Sherwood. Yeah. yeah, he's almost got that Arsenal connection. Yeah. Mm. We had some shocking games. We're going to talk about the games. There were well, some... I want to talk about favourite uh, and worst moments under him. So actually, let's do oh, that now. Best moments, easy. easy. Go, go on. West Ham, Spurs. Which one? When Bale picked up the ball. Oh, your, last your birthday. birthday. My birthday, 2013, February 25th, yeah. And it, yeah. It, that, when he went to hug AVB and we thought he was staying, yes. that was. And actually, that actually led to one of the worst moments when we lost to Arsenal 1 0 on one of the first couple of games of the next season. When he, when he went. And he went that afternoon. He and, didn't play, refused to play. And that triggered Ozil's move to yeah, it Arsenal. Just, it was, that was the worst deadline. Yeah, that was yeah. worse than when, when we saw Berbatov, Berbatov yeah. meeting with Ferguson. That was horrific. But, um, Any other favourite moments? Oh, Dembele's goal against Lyon. Yes, I've got yeah. that one. That was, <laughs> my God. Yeah. I went, like, I've never been more excited for a Spurs goal. I genuinely don't think I've ever been more excited. So for some context for that as well. So that's a two-legged Europa League game. Yeah. We've won the first one, two, one. Battle we scored two free kicks. We won all our group games. We smashed it. Samuel Mtiti scored an absolute screamer in the in, in the game two, at one half. It? it was two one to us. Oh, Bale scored two free kicks. Yeah, and then the away leg, we went a goal down. I think in the first fifteen minutes, yeah. and they were through on away goals at that point. And then Dembele, watch it on YouTube. Dembele picks it up, beats a man, and smacks a ball with his left foot across the goalkeeper I think yeah. and it, you don't expect it at all because it's Dembele but they're the only goals I've, I've ever seen Dembele score just inside the box shifts it smacks it yeah. bottom corner because yeah. he scored one on his debut against Norwich at home yeah, that's where right. we drew um, that was what a night that was I, went, I think I went out and ran 10k I had so much adrenaline it was the same after the Man United game genuinely yeah. I went out and ran 10k because I was just so up my other one favourite moment is beating Arsenal 2-0 at home and we get two goals in two minutes. Mm. Oh, I was there for that. The same goal. We always talk about it. There's a search on YouTube for Lennon goal from the stands because it's, it's, someone started filming from the... Just after Bale scored. Just after Bale. So he's given it to the Arsenal fans because he's in the South Stand and then suddenly you see Parker going hard on... Cause, this is how many times I've watched yeah. it. Go hard on Cazorla. Cazorla stays down, comes away with the ball... 
puts a ball through the central defenders to Lennon who runs through and goes around Chesney. I, the place goes mental. Yeah. That I I was wearing tight jeans and I was stood. <laughs> I was a big I mean, it was a cold day. Yeah, it was a cold day. Tucked in between my legs, and um, I I came out with um, blood coming through my jeans because I was in the east lower in the corner by the south lower. And everyone behind me just dove yeah. forward at the second goal. Went mental, like absolutely mental. And the, the seats were really tight, you know, so um, there was no space. So the back of my leg was rubbing up against the back of the seat. That was an amazing day. Yeah. But that, that is what made those... AVB's defensive nature made those times amazing, mm. like properly amazing. You knew really, like, when you got in front, you were like, we're going to really win, we're going to win this. Like, I, I, I don't know what the stats are, but I'd love to see how yeah. he compared from when he went in front to all the other well, Spurs managers there was a game where we went in front 1-0 up away at the Emirates oh, Adebayor got sent off 5-2 we lost yeah. that game that was, it's hard to forget that we lost 5-2 two years in a row mm. easy to forget and also they weren't far apart those losses no. either they were sort of like February and then September weren't they it was the like, amount of abuse we got for oh, that it was awful what's the time awful 5-2 um, any other worst moments under AVB Liverpool oh, yeah, it's hard not to mention mm. Liverpool 5-0 Suarez Taurus Apart. Humiliation yeah, that was. That's the worst game I've ever been to. That was a good result for us that day. Like that could have been a ten nil day. Don't know that's probably the easy. most one sided game I've ever seen. That was my last game. So our team was Larice, Walker, Norton, Dembele, Capu, Dawson, Lennon, Sandro, Soldado, Polinio got sent off, yeah, Chadley, Lamella, right. Holtby, Townsend, Defoe. We was it Capu at centre half in yeah, that game, wasn't right. it? He yeah. got, and he got oh. absolutely I think Norton was taken off, wasn't he, half time? Because he was just having Sterling a... running ragged, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, that was a difficult. Norton was taken off for Ezekiel Fryers. Zeki Fryers. Zeki Fryers, well, it's, yeah. So the, says it all. Their scorers were Suarez, Suarez got... Henderson, Flanagan, Suarez, Sterling. Flanagan got an absolute screamer in yeah, that game did. as well. It was the only goal he's ever scored in his career. Absolute screamer. Is that the season we lost? All three games to West Ham as well. We lost. We definitely lost three nil at home. You see, there were some real, real bad defeats in that season because we had the six nil to City and then the five nil to Liverpool. Where I think they were in back to back games. Yeah. Which was just. Yeah, it wasn't a three nil, but like actual painful, like yeah. Arsenal five two, like an absolute battering from West Ham. Like I hate that, that, that season when he went. Actually, we we got hammered in all the top games because even when Sherwood then came in. Yeah. That we were good against the smaller sides, but the mm. big games we we tried to go toe to toe, didn't we, against yeah. the top sides, and yeah. we just weren't good enough. Yeah. It was a tough time. My other my other worst moments under AVB, Bale leaving Bale was awesome. horrible, Drip. and Van der Vaart going. Yeah. Mm. Because Van der Vaart was our, he was our main man under Harry, yeah. and then it it just went. It literally yeah. just happened overnight. Sigurdsson was in the side, and and that was it. He, yeah. he was gone, and everyone was a bit like. Yeah. What's happened there? But so that was a tough one for me. When it came out that Bale, I think there was a game he didn't play because he just had his first kid. Do you remember what mm. he called it? He called it Alberta Violet oh, yeah. Bale, AVB, and we were all like, he's definitely going to stay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any other favourite worst moments just we looking, haven't mentioned? Just looking like it was. I don't know. I think for me, the other thing that I, I mentioned at the top of the show was just, just the style of football, the defensive play. Yeah. I, I just really struggled I know for, for some purists they were like I, I loved seeing that but I just I really struggled going yeah. to what I think because we'd had Harry before mm. who and I'm not saying Harry was necessarily a better manager but 
you knew there was, it was going to be an exciting game. You didn't know if we were going to win, but you mm. knew there was going to be goals and you knew something would happen where there were a lot of AVB games yeah. where it was 1-0, one, 1-1 one, 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 and you just yeah. sort of think, oh, Christ. Two, just from my notes, 1-1 one, one against Man United. Remember, we scored Clint a Fergie Dempsey. time. That's right, Dempsey. That's yeah, right, yeah, and it was, it was properly... Um, uh, Snowing yeah. wasn't it, and they weren't sure what was going to be called off. scored for them, didn't in that yeah. game? Yeah, and then we had the two-two against Man United. Do you remember Walker and Sandro? We really Hugo gave a penalty away. Yeah, mm. so the, just oh, Sandro, Sandro, absolute world. Yeah. yeah, and it was after that. Then we went to QPR nil-nil. He got injured, and then that's why he was never the same. I was with Don for that one, and it mm. was freezing. Yeah, I know. Where do you stand on Sandro? Were you a fan of his? I was a huge fan of Sandro. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just always a little bit like. I'm not sure. I think he was a decent Prem player, but I think when you come up against the bigger side, especially in Europe, he got found out quite a lot. Mm. Weren't sure about him on the ball. Just mm, not a massive I think, fan. I think in part, though, I have such good memories of him because he was a player we really needed at the time. Yeah. Bit of not still, dissimilar yeah. to when we signed Palacios. He was fantastic yeah. for a few months and yeah. then didn't belong. Yeah. yeah. So okay. AVB is... The point was... It, it's not that bad now. <laughs> like it's really not that bad. This team would batter that team, mm. the AVB team, and there's not many players from that team apart from Bale, who would get into this yeah. team. Like really. Yeah, and and the the stats. I know we briefly mentioned it, but Pochettino fifty six point one one win percentage as corrected. <laughs> yeah, and uh, AVB fifty five. So I mean, there, there's not in it in terms of win percentage. Not really. Not much in it at all. And obviously, I know there's more to football than statistics, but it's just a bit of an eye opening one that he's. You'd think with the hate that he gets that he'd be a 30% yeah. man, but actually it was a lot higher than that. And like you said, ASD, 2012-2013 season, we finished fifth with 72 points. That was a club record in the Premier League, and it was the highest amount of points a team's got and not finished in the Champions yeah. League spot. You could say we were unlucky, oh, you could say God. a number of things, but for him, that was a... That was the Newcastle game, wasn't it? The ghost goal, where they won, when Arsenal played yeah. Newcastle away, yeah. and then we thought we'd scored... What's his face? Alan Sure, Alan Sugar tweeted about that there being a goal, and yeah. it, it was weird. It started behind me, and everyone started going crazy, and the, the players heard it, and they hadn't scored. And I, I remember like, Dawson going over to take a throw in, and this is on, on match of the day, and asking a fan yeah. what the score was because the players were like, "What's going on in that oh. game?" But it wasn't to be. Um, but Bale was the was the main talk. About. I know we've touched on the you know yeah. great things that he brought to the side, but he was sold obviously to Real Madrid, and he was replaced with as was labelled the Magnificent Seven, which were Capu, Paulinho, Kirakes, Soldado, Chadley, Lamella and Ericsson. Yeah. At the time, when we made those sign-ins, I was so excited. Yeah. Uh, honestly, <laughs> yeah. the Soldado one, was the, that was the most exciting sign-in I think we've made since I've been a fan. I was like, this guy's getting 30 goals yeah. in La Liga. Yeah. Like, what, a, what a player he's going to yeah. be. He's similar to Defoe. He's just a clinical finisher. Like He's going to bang yeah. the goals in. Like, what a man. I wasn't honestly. I didn't really know much about Capu, Paulinho, Kirikes, Chadley. I knew Ericsson because you know everyone plays Football Manager, so you know yeah. about him. And yeah. the same with Lamella. You knew he had a bit of a reputation, yeah. but the others were a bit of a unknown quantity, really. Lamella and Ericsson are well. Ericsson's definitely a success story. Lamella's one that's probably getting there. Mm. Um, the others. I mean, I, let's start with Chadley. Let's start with Chadley. I, I actually thought he was a decent player, and I thought he was maybe a little bit unlucky when he left. Um, important chipped in with big goals. Yeah. He was he offered a lot defensively to the side as well, and a lot of the time he was picked in big games because his mm. covering runs yeah. used to be fantastic. He'd very rarely give the ball away, yeah. but then he didn't offer that 
that attacking flair that you know that your other players mm. would. But I thought he was uh, okay. I'd probably if we have to, if we have to score these, I would probably give that sign in a, a seven. Six I or thought, seven. I thought he did all right. Mm. I thought he did all right. Six, six for me. Yeah. He just, he, he's a very functional player. He's one of those ones you need in the team. Who's a bit flexible. He just he just hasn't done it, has he? Now he just mm. you you sort of see he's like Jack Wilshere. I think about Jack Wilshere. He's he hasn't even found his level going down mm. to West Ham. They they look better without him, and it, it's the same with Chadley at West Brom. He just doesn't look. Where, where is he? Is he in Monaco I now? I feel oh, like he went yeah, to Monaco yeah, yeah. in the summer after I, I not getting a kick at West Brom West last Brom. season. Mm. It was a strange one. Um, yeah. Soldado. So Whoa! I, I was so excited for him as a player. I thought this is going to be the guy, but. I still, to this day, do not understand the love for the man. I know he was a nice fella, and people say, oh, he tried his hardest, but I just, I, I never got why the fans loved him. It was just, it was absolutely horrific. I think he scored half a dozen goals, most of which were penalties. penalties. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, do you remember, was it Kane scored against someone, and then Soldado went to kick the ball back into the net, you know, like they do, and he, he just totally missed. He missed from about a yard. From about right. a yard, and yeah. that was it. Like, he could take a penalty. He really could take a penalty, yeah. but there was just something missing from his game. It was yeah. like his head was broken or something, mm. you know, it was just something weird. There was one game, and I think it was Cardiff at home, we won 1 0, and he scored in open play, yeah, yeah. and everyone went mental. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's one of the loudest I've ever heard White Hart Lane. So I was in, that on. wasn't a clean finish, though, was it? Was it? He sort of scuffed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. So that was in front of. So he scored in the South End because yeah. I was with my. The only time I've ever taken my father-in-law to a game, and I was with my brother. And um, I remember him. They were right by the advertising holdings, and Addy came over and was like pulling everyone over yeah. and making a big deal out of it. I would have been like, no, go and get another mm, one, you yeah. know, because yeah. it, it was obviously this massive emotional mm. thing, and he never recovered. Mm. But. The fans loved him. I, 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 like I said, I just always struggled to understand why he was so loved. But that was a signing that, that didn't work at all. And a good song, right? I'm being serious. He had a good song, and it's easy to sing his name. Janssen yeah. doesn't fit in with anything. <laughs> you know? He hasn't even got a squad number, let alone a song, has he? I mean, how would you score the Soldado signing out of ten? Out of three, like yeah. that best. Like, I think you're being generous. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, Vlad Kirikes. Was the next one the um, just liability? He made Serge Aurier look. look <laughs> <solid>. <laughs> I remember the, the first the first picture I saw of Kirikas was at Heathrow Airport, yeah. and he was wearing a really tight T-shirt that just said "What the hell?" And I was like, "If that <laughs> summed a man up, he's Romanian, isn't he? They've got different fashion sense over there." But, but what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that video of him? Absolutely wrecked yes. in in <laughs> there's a brilliant video online of him like he cannot walk he's so drunk it was like he went home it's like a Brit on a stack do it's, that's it's what it's unbelievable. like unbelievable my stack do next week yeah. by the way which you're not coming to prick and uh, <laughs> you were invited obviously but you're not coming to it um, he there was one flick which I sent you on Twitter uh, which he did but he was a liability because sometimes he was brilliant he's like Gomez just yeah. more with a, with a liability dialed up in a place where you cannot be a liability mm. he was meant to be like the ball playing he was awful I think he was a poor man's David Luiz yeah I yeah. Think that's, yeah yeah that's, that's a, a good way good. of saying it but um, the, the best moments you remember of Kirikas is always him doing the things he shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. Like, you don't remember him making last-ditch tackles, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. fighting with centre-forward. You remember him battling it in the box, scoring 30-yard volleys at Fulham, and you, yeah. you just think, what even is he as a player? Weird celebrations as well. Yeah. Well, he had a broken nose for a bit, yeah. so it just added to the comedy. <laughs> it was a strange, strange player. But we actually sold him for a decent amount, didn't he? He went on to Napoli, and he's, he's had actually a fairly successful career since we've, us. We've sold... 
like when we got 25, 24 million for Vimmer from Stoke, that was hilarious. <laughs> Where is, where's he now? I don't know. Yeah, the, the Kirika song, and how would you score that one out of 10? Oh, three or four, yeah. I think, at a push. Yeah. Soldado territory, isn't it? Yeah. Um, two more. So Paulinho, who I remember, we'd signed Paulinho and City had signed Fernandinho. I remember all the pundits saying Spurs have got a player here. They, you know, if you compare the two Brazilian <laughs> midfielders that have been bought, Paulinho is in, in another level to Fernandinho, which he is, <laughs> just not in a good way. <laughs> no. um, yeah. I actually thought he started quite he well, did. and I thought he looks all right. I didn't. I wasn't really quite sure where he played. Yeah. But he looked okay. He scored a lovely last-minute goal at Cardiff. Do you remember Lamella crosses yeah. it in and he flicks it in? Mm. And he looked all right. But I think his confidence when he just—I don't think he settled at all in London. It just, it and just then, wasn't right for him. Yeah. There's a really good Players Tribune. Have you read that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Where he he says I've not got anything against the club. I've not got anything bad to say. They treated me well. I just, it just wasn't right for mm. me. Fair play. Yeah, you know, it wasn't. Mm. The I used to have both the the, the Chelsea five-three game on my phone and uh, just used to watch it all the time and there's a point where Paulinho comes on and um, he's just got a face like a slapped ass mm. and battering Chelsea yeah. like properly destroying Chelsea and just doesn't look like he cares mm. um, but I mean he had that amazing year in Barcelona I mean, good luck to him and then he went back Great to back. China mm, yeah. so good luck to him it's, I, I think he was one of them players that he, he's an athlete and he's a runner and he's one of them players that, that He's not really a ball-playing midfielder, and we had a very rigid four-two-three-one. Yeah, this is yeah. our formation, and he wasn't a number ten, no. and he probably wasn't a city no. midfielder because he wasn't like most Brazilians. Most Brazilians either want to get on the ball or they want to get around the pitch. He was sort of neither of those. Mm. He was a bit Frank Lampard-ish in terms of mm. pop it off, run in the box. That yeah, was yeah, that yeah. was what his game was. Yeah. And Reminded me of JJ a bit. You know? Yeah, we yeah. just, I just, I don't think the formation. No. The country really suited him. I think it was just one of those moves that, that never really happened. Yeah, but I not. think there's a decent player in there and he proved it at Barca. Do you know what? I think he'd be brilliant for Southampton or Everton mm. or, you know, I think we were just a step too high yeah. for him. Yeah. And how would you score him as a signing? Five. 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 Yeah. yeah. Just average. Slightly better than Kirikes. Yeah. <laughs> I think JJ is a fair comparison, but funny enough, funny that you said. Frank Lampard, Jack, because I, <clears throat> I remember when he was being reported in the press after we'd signed him, and numerous publications chose to call him the Brazilian Lampard, mm. so what's not to like about the idea yeah. of the Brazilian Lampard, but it just, it just didn't work. Yeah, it it's work. a shame. And Etienne Capu was the last one. Now, I actually think out of all these players, he's the, the most unlucky, because he signed... He was in the team to start with. He looked pretty good. Yeah. Defence midfielder, big, strong lad, athletic, good on the ball. He had four or five games in the team and he got a bad injury. Yeah. And he was out for a few months. Come back at centre-half because mm. we had so many injuries there. And, like you said, playing up against... If you're an established centre-half playing against Suarez, is frightening yeah, enough, yeah. let alone... I've never played there in my life. Yeah. I'm just going to go yeah. and do a job. Yeah, yeah, no. So I think he was unlucky, and I think his confidence never really recovered from four or five really poor games at centre back. And then that was it, really. He was shipped off, and we didn't see him mm. anymore. And like he's a, he's actually done quite well for himself at Watford. We, established last Premier year player. was awful. Apparently, like my mates who see him take elders at Watford, they're just, they're just like he's useless now. Mm. But I think under Poch, he would have been really good. Mm. Like you know what we've seen from Dyer, like that level of. Mm. 
Maybe not. Well, Dyer was centre back. He was moved forward. He obviously wouldn't move back. But I just think he could have developed. He's pretty mobile, Capu, for really? a player yeah. of his size as well. He got about the pitch well, like gangly as well. So he could always mm. get there and do mm-hmm. things. Like yeah, I, he's the one. Apart from Ericsson and Lamella, who I wish we kept and just mm. worked a bit. You know, I'd yeah. take him now. I really would. I'm not sure if I well, given our injury crisis at the minute, That's I probably saying. would. Yeah, um, I'd sooner have him come on than Wanyama at the moment. That's what I'm saying. Like mm. he, he could come into our team. Mm. You know. Uh, how would you rate that one out of ten? Like six plus, like potential. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'll probably say. I just th- I think um, if he hadn't have got injured the first time round, yeah, he could still be a Spurs player. I just think he was incredibly unlucky with yeah, 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 you know yeah. how it all how it all happened. But they were the signings with the bail money, and when you look back at well, it, two more. Lamella and Exxon, but they're, they're big success stories, oh, aren't they? Those two, you well, know, like, they've both done. Can we do Lamella out of 10 then quickly? I'd probably score Lamella at a 7, yeah, being that, that. if you'd have asked me that a year ago, I might have only scored him at a 5, but mm. recently he's been playing really well. Yeah. He's one that he could potentially be a 9 out of 10, yeah, but yeah. then he could potentially be a 3 out of 10. He's, yeah. I'm not quite sure where his career is going to go. It's all in his head. Yeah. He's Ericsson. still a young man as well, though, Lamella, isn't yeah. he? Ericsson, that's a, yeah, yeah, that's a. I don't know if I'd give it a ten out of ten signing, but he's a a, a nine, you know, like a million. real twelve million top player. Gonna, he's going to go to Real Madrid next year, like I I I believe that, and also I, he is a Spurs legend, like a legend on the wall of the club, legend. I'm see, I'm not sure if he's that if he's got to that caliber yet. What more does he need to do? I, I get I get your point, but I'm just not sure. Legend status, like that's a man for me that like carries a team. Like in our like Kane, in then. our side, I would say Kane is the is the one. Like Bale was under AVB. I see. Like, like, never... like Modric and Rafa were really in the red nap. Like Ledley King was before. Like that player that just digs you out of like when you're really in a poor run of form. Like he scored big goals for us. Yeah. But so I would argue. That... I don't associate him with as big a moments as yeah. I associate the others with. So I, I my. I think though that he we have less bad form because he is there. You take him out of the team, we are poorer. Like guaranteed. I, I agree with that. So I agree with that. Constantly raised with Rafa, you couldn't say that. Bale would have missing days. You know he plays on the left or whatever. I just think he, you know, I've always had a bit of a hard on for him anyway. But he's just, <laughs> he's just. I honestly think he's one of the best players we'll see in our time here. I'm, de- I'm definitely, so I'm definitely not taken away from the fact that he's one of our most important players and there's still fans out there that don't quite get him which yeah. I think is extraordinary it's like you've got the odd fan that didn't get Modric and I just Ooh, think yeah, how, how can you not so Ooh, I, I'm, I'm with you in terms of Ericsson one of our best players but a legend status we're saying I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sold on that final, my, my final point I'll shut up in a minute the, my <laughs> final point is that we say Bale and Modric and we finish fifth mm. Bale and Modric we finished second and Ericsson was the heart of that you know what, what? What more can he do apart from get us first? Get us first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Right, right. Line him up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a listener question. You got another listener? We'll question? do this questions in a bit. Right, right, it's an AVB one, or have you got? No, they're all. Most of them oh, are, cool. are AVB ones. Um, he was sacked in December 2013 after the heavy defeats. Man City six 0 and Liverpool five 0 The yeah. City games where we concede after about fifteen seconds from our own kick off. Oh, <laughs> but, um, Navas, <laughs> I don't even know yeah, how the ball yeah. get. He yeah. gets it on the edge of the box and lobs Loris. And Navas, yeah. he's not even a footballer. He's just a runner. Yeah, it's a sprinter, yeah. that was. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, and then the Liverpool game, and then really and that was it. And then we had the pleasure of tactics. Tim, I hated that, him. So. I hated him. Um, I've got a, a quiz. So at that yeah. time, we are Tom Hotspur quiz. 
We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. So, from whom? Uh, Simon Mitchell, the quiz master himself. Over that quiz master um, general. So, um, this is AVB's first competitive game in charge. Newcastle. So, Newcastle 2, Tottenham 1. Yeah. 18th of August 2012. So, in goal was Brad Friedel. Brad Friedel. Right back, Carl Walker. Yeah. Left back, Carl question Norton, mark. Carl Norton, I'm assuming. Not Carl Norton. Benny. Benny. Benoit Suicotto. Centre-halves, William Gallas and... Kabul. Smashed it, Eunice Kabul. Two central midfielders, Jake Livermore mm-hmm. and Huddleston. Not Tommy Huddleston. Sandro. Sandro smashed it. Right hand side midfield is Aaron Lennon. Mm. Left hand side, Pina. Chadley. Oh, that's not. A it's literally the main man before he shifted in. Oh, Bale. Bale off the left in number ten. And Pina. No. Siggy. Siggy. And Jermaine Defarge front. Jermaine front. So again, like you said earlier, not, not a bad side, actually. So Decent, mate. Thanks, Simon, as always. Yeah, that was good, good that Thank you. Um, listener questions. Do you, have you just had one through? Yeah, my mate Dave Rafici, long-time listener, says... And it's a really good question. Uh, current managers in the Premier League that you would take over AVB? So if we at work... Let me just pull, the, pull a list up of... Oh, at that time, or now? So now managers that you would take at that time for Spurs. So I'd take... Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe, yes. I would take Unai Emery. I would take yeah. the, whatever his name is at Chelsea. Yeah, obviously, sorry, yeah. obviously Guardiola. Yeah. Mourinho? No. I, d- I just don't think he's, he represents the club. I think it's all about I him. I think I would take Mourinho over him purely because similar football. You cannot complain about AVB's football and take Mourinho. I can because Mourinho, <laughs> Mourinho would get the titles. True. That's the that's that's the only difference really. AVB was probably a more humble man. He's probably a nicer guy, but Mourinho just. Okay. What about Silver Everton? I'm not I'm not sold on Silver if I'm no, honest. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think I would. See, I'm running out now already. Mm. I don't think uh, I would. Eddie Howe, um, Javi Gracia. Oh yeah, maybe not. Klopp. No, I can't stand Klopp. He's a te- checkbook manager. I cannot stand that man. I do not like Klopp. He's one of my most hated managers, but I would yeah. 100% have him over AVB. Yeah. In, a, in a heartbeat. Yeah, in maybe. a heartbeat. Um, Sean Dyche? No. <laughs> no. I really hope he gets a big job. It I would love be him. amazing. Yeah. I love him. Absolutely amazing. Minutes, would you take him over AVB? No. Probably not. not. Probably Rafa not. Benitez? I would. Yeah, I would. He's I would. got credentials. Yeah. Look at his record. I'm on. Oh, yeah. Probably, probably just because he he's to. just because he's won. Yeah. He's won big. He's won the Champions League, isn't he? He's yeah. won La Liga with Valencia. It's like take the pretty wall, incredible. The fella, I take him. Mm. I always do in the club. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if I'd have the Wolves guy. I know. I love still unproven. They're still really unproven. They're they're like an unknown quantity that have come in. And it's like, do you remember when Hull first came up and they went yeah. on that crazy run yeah. of just beating everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. and then eventually they got found out yeah. and then they started to struggle. I'm, I don't think Wolves will go down this season, but yeah, I could yeah, see fair, them next fair. year really right. being a dogfight. Plus uh, as a high, this is not really a fair test last year. I think if Klopp's a checkbook manager in the Prem, he was one in the Championship. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really oh, good that's, point. That's a good point. I, I think that's about I don't think I'm missing anyone obvious David Wagner Huddersfield no chance Warnock <laughs> <laughs> oh that 
Neil Warnock. Can I'd you have imagine Sherwood him? over Warnock, and I hate Sherwood. I'd rather probably have no one over Warnock. Just let the Sherwood. players run it. It's just get angry about Sherwood. <laughs> but that's a great question, good though. Question. A really, yeah, really Dave. good question. Um, other listener questions that we've had in THFC 1976. Jason on Twitter has said, "Was AVB a justified sacking despite the two heavy defeats?" I think what he means by is if we hadn't if we'd have lost one nil and two nil in those games would would he have gone? I I don't think it was a justified second because we didn't have anyone lined up. If we'd had someone decent lined up, maybe, but we had Tim Sherwood, and I think we wasted a year, mm. frankly, half a year. What do you think? I think if we if we hadn't have lost as heavily as we did in those games, he wouldn't have got sacked. Yeah. I think if we'd have lost one nil and two nil, we would have stayed. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Um, Giles, this, this is one for you. So this is from Anthony Ashton one on Twitter. What did you do at the games to overcome the boredom? <laughs> That's a great I question. Remember. We sang. Sorry, I know it's your question. What did we do at the games? What did you do at the games to overcome the boredom of uh, AVB? That's a great question. Uh, it's quite personal. Can tell Anthony was a, a big fan. I remember Alan Davis saying during the George Graham era at Arsenal, they used to um, put a penny on a brick because he said his season ticket was by a brick at um, Highbury. He used to put a penny on a brick, and every time they got a free kick or a corner, they used to move it one down and then just start again when they got to the end of the ball. <laughs> it was that boring. I think I've told you that story before about the guys in front that used to play a pound per corner. So there were four of them, and they each had a corner, <laughs> yeah. and wherever the corner was, they had to call it, and then everyone would give them a quid. <laughs> The people that were playing it was amazing and it was brilliant when there was a corner and the person forgot to claim it yeah, and they'd be like oh you're a corner there's a game like that <laughs> right. amazing. a professional footballer talking about how they used to get hamster ball we talked about this and everyone put in um, like 50 quid cash and then so it was the three of us every time the whistle went I'd pass it to net you then you'd pass it to Jack and then it would go yeah. around until the final whistle then that person just won all the cash that's, that's amazing great, isn't yeah. amazing um, Lee90 and Spurs Charlie Buff on Twitter um, similar question so why did he think it was wise to disguise himself as Pochettino and come back <laughs> yeah. and why, why has Poch turned into him which are big Ooh. big questions big questions he actually really looked like Joe, former of this parish, um, I can't answer that. Is that fair? It, no. Would we, <laughs> say, would we say that? No. Not so. now. Not ever. But I get the point. Yeah. Um, Jay has said, in pure footballing terms, what is the tactical rationale for build-up play, which was that laboured, that slow? Oh, I see. I mean, he was the king of the Dawson that diagonal mm. ball as well. Um, I think we le- we had so many defensive players. I think, I don't know, is the answer. I think it was, if we've got the ball, they can't score. But, ugh, I don't know, it, it, it didn't work. I, it I, did work. I think work. on that one, because we were so rigid in our formation, yeah. that you did not move out of your position. And it's like, if the ball goes yeah. into centre midfield, the right winger's on the touchline, the left winger's on the touchline. Like, yeah, there, yeah. there, was, there was no movement. and. We never used to transition the play anywhere near quick enough. Like when a team's defence from behind the ball, the space is round the sides. That's how yeah, you get yeah. in, and then you pull. You get to the ball and pull the ball back. To do that, your centre midfielders have to move the ball quickly, and it was always into one centre midfielder, touch, look up, yeah. square past it. It was never quick enough, mm-hmm. which is actually why the Dawson ball used to create most of our chances because it would go from one side of the pitch seventy yards to the other, yeah. and you yeah. could occasionally get round the back. Um, I don't think it was a tactical build-up play to play slow. I just I don't necessarily think we had the players that fought quick enough. Yeah. Um, Big Spurs Chris on Twitter said, "What do we think of the decision to buy Soldado, then utilise the poacher as a lone striker to be abandoned on his own up front?" That's a good point. I, it's, it's it's almost like is the question, did we 
uh, not have a plan for him. We mm. just saw he was available, and it, you get that feeling that we expected him to be a bit more dynamic, and yeah. he wasn't. Mm. Uh, and his other question is: ought to play a high defensive line against pace and be brutally oh. punished by City and Liverpool? Mm. Yeah, we yeah, brutally punished. Brutally, awfully punished. I don't know. I think the purists could easily defend some of his tactics. I think mm. he. I don't think it benefited him following Harry. Yeah. The flair and the just freedom to play versus AVB was just such a stark contrast that made it very frustrating to watch mm. at times. Mm. And I think his, what well, well we say his defensive style, he actually wanted to, he wanted his teams to press hard the yeah. pitch. He was never a let's drop off no. sacrifice, but he wanted the ball back. Yeah. That was his. That was how he played. So often. Our centre backs would be in one v one positions, which mm. was, is criminal anywhere on the pitch. But when you've got Dawson and players, you know that are not mobile, it's even more criminal. So I think he had the philosophy of Poch and Klopp and those guys, but he wasn't as a manager. He didn't adapt to the players he had. He, yeah, yeah. he should have looked at it and gone, "My players cannot do what I want them to do." Yeah, and yeah. when you half press, that's the most dangerous way of defending because yeah. then you're caught yeah. halfway line one v one situation. Yeah. So I think it was. The players weren't good enough to do it, but the manager wouldn't adapt, and yeah. he was so. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. But that is easy. You know, the manager has. You have to adapt. You have to adapt in any job. Yeah. If you're the same every year, yeah. eventually you get found out, yeah. don't you? You're so right. Um, but good question. Coys nineteen eighty nine on Reddit has said, "Had we stuck it out with AVB, where would we be now? Kane almost definitely wouldn't be at the club or Deli Alley." Yeah, I, I don't think we would have seen the development of players. I think we would be stuck around fourth, fifth. I think we'd be more like Everton, more more there than we are. Mm. We wouldn't be top four, I don't think. Mm. I think he would be happy with that. And that's the big thing. Yeah, I feel like we would have lost more of our flair players. Yeah. I feel like Ericsson, Lamella, they would have gone because mm. they would have been like this star. You know the, the, the effect Mourinho has on a lot of attacking players? They just don't enjoy working with him because mm. he's not... Not yeah, the type yeah. of football they want to work with. Yeah. Defensively, I think if you were a centre half playing in an AVB team, you'd be quite Loving happy it. with that because yeah. you've got two midfielders in front of you, only one full-backs bombing on. Yeah. You're fairly fairly comfortable. Mm. Um, it was a good question. I know yeah, Jack Knapp on Twitter said, "Anyone know if he practiced passing the ball forward in training?" <laughs> 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 He's a rugby coach. <laughs> Great question. Yeah. Um, and Sergio Lucas uh, on Twitter. Again, it's telling us how he really feels. Is AVB the biggest fraud in football? I think he's answered that. No, he's definitely not the biggest fraud in football, but uh, I just don't think he had a plan B, yeah. and that was it. I also I think he had... Um, I think one of the reasons so many people wanted him to succeed was because he had such a nice backstory, the whole Bobby Robson yeah. story, and yeah. the coming up being part of the team with him and Jose. There was so much there that made sense. I think the fact that he wasn't ever a professional footballer himself made it quite endearing to the fans who yeah. all love being armchair pundits yeah. and we've never made played professional football so I think there were so many things on his side but but crucially it just wasn't the right no. the yeah, right pick right. I think everyone wanted him to succeed outside of Spurs like because obviously what happened at Chelsea he was sacked really harshly at mm. Chelsea and everyone was sort of like oh you've got to give this and when we got him I, I, I was actually quite excited really I, was, I was sad when Harry left but I was sort of like I felt like we were at the end of the Red Nap reign. Like yeah. I felt like he'd yeah, taken yeah. us to the maximum. He, yeah. he wasn't going to be able to adapt and take us on again. No. Um, but it was interesting times. Interesting times. And it, we are in a better place now. 
Yeah, definitely. And we've got more points than we've ever got at this point of the season. We've got a better team, better squad, better future, better stadium. And what more do we want? Mm. You know. And if you, if you if you had to score the AVB era, then out of ten, how would you score that? Seven. Seven, yeah. yeah. I think I thought it was high. I don't think it was yeah, that bad. I, I, I feel I'd probably score it at a five. That, Just that's not. That's fine, that's good. Yeah. yeah. As in, that's good. it's good to be different. Yeah. What would you have scored Harry? I reckon I'd have probably given Harry an eight. Mm. Because yeah. I think from. We were never we were never a relegation. Like, I know we were struggling when he took over, mm. and at, we may well have gone down if we'd have kept Ramos because that was <laughs> on a, that was on yeah, another yeah, level. Yeah. But like, I feel like Harry brought back everything that Spurs is. He's and like he's like a holiday to Ibiza, though, isn't he? He's just you go away, <laughs> lose your head a bit, and then you come back. And yeah. be there. And don't be me wrong, Harry had a fantastic team, so yeah. he probably slightly overachieved early on, but yeah. then when we were sort of that established side, he didn't have enough about him to kick us on to the next yeah, level either. Like, he was another one that wouldn't adapt. Yeah, yeah. He had his way of playing. This is what's got me to where I'm in my career. Yeah. This is what I do. Um, but I loved, I loved the red nap days, you know? I thought it was, oh, it was great. I still, I, did, yeah. I still think it's the best football that I've seen. The last season at White Hart Lane was amazing, but watching Bale and Van der Vaart and Modric oh, every week yeah. and Ledley at the back we had mad. it was mad yeah. it was mad oh, it was incredible and like, I went into those games thinking we're going to win 3-0 every yeah, week yeah. every single yeah. week I've never expected us to score as many or concede as many yeah. Yeah. ever yeah. do you think had he stayed on and AVB hadn't come in we would have been better off no mm, I'm not sure I feel like that the relationship was starting to go a little bit stale That's but that's Redknapp isn't it like yeah. He's not a manager that's at a club for 10 years. He's similar to Mourinho, where he comes in, he does the job, mm. establishes it. We had, we had a great time under Harry, but yeah, I, don't, I feel like he took us as far as he could have taken us, and we wouldn't, yeah. you know, we wouldn't be where we are now had he stayed. I feel like we would have probably declined. And the fans loved him, and there would have then been that awkwardness of, oh, we're going to have to sack him, and yeah, yeah. it was one of those. You're travelling in Thailand, you meet a mad girl, you go travelling with her, you dump her at the end, it was good while it lasted, but geez, you can't deal with that. <laughs> and on is. that note, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've never been to Thailand. Just well, they won't want you after yeah. that, even if they're listening. <laughs> yeah. um, brilliant, but yeah, it was an interesting time at VB. You know, like we're definitely a better club now. Yeah. So, um, Joe, it's been great having yeah, you thanks, having man. you on. Thanks so much, SD. Thanks as always. Thanks, I remember, man. whatever Thank happens, you. future's bright. Future's Lily White. Come on, you Spurs. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football, and I always thought that football was a very important game, but I never realized until today just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain, and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. The curve of the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat-trick, 
the scissor kick, we are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2! It's quite a game, isn't it always? We are Jennings, Defoe and Perryman. Glory past, glory future. What was, what is, what's next? We are Blanchflower, Ardelis and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do. Tottenham Hall.